Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It is basically expected that goodwill triumphs over evil on our screens, especially in the world of TV, which in its formative decades stuck to fan-pleasing formulas. But of course, not all stories are going to send the same message, and sometimes good just doesn't win out in the end, or if it does win, it's only at the cost of the hero's own life. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 TV shows where the villain kills the hero. Number 10, House of Cards. House of Cards' first season firmly established Congressman Frank Underwood as a ferocious villain who would kill to ensure his ascendancy to the White House. It also blatantly positioned hungry young journalist Zoe Barnes as Frank's inevitable foil, with audiences expecting that Zoe would eventually expose Frank's crimes to the world. But the show had other ideas, namely having Frank murder Zoe in the season 2 premiere, meeting her at a metro station and pushing her in front of a train. It was a supremely shocking moment, taking the established hero character and suddenly offing them with a shocking flippancy. Worse still, the only real winner at the end of the show is Frank's near-equally Machiavellian wife Claire, who, following Frank's sudden death in the final season, becomes the last person standing as the unchallenged president of the United States. Number 9, Breaking Bad. Hold your horses there, I don't want anyone, even for a second, considering that Walter White might be the hero of Breaking Bad. I mean, he's certainly the protagonist, but he's never the hero. The real hero of the show is actually Walt's DEA agent, brother-in-law Hank Schrader, who, while something of a lunk-headed tough guy cop caricature in earlier seasons, came into his own in spectacular fashion in the show's final stretch. Hank's quest to bring Walt to justice is, of course, ultimately foiled, but Hank certainly went out in a heroic, dignified fashion in the all-timer classic episode Ozymandias. Here, Hank ends up wounded by the final season's main villain Jack Welker, and though Walt tries to convince Jack to spare his life, Hank knows in this moment that Jack's already made up his mind, and then gets shot in the head a few seconds later. It's a gut-wrenching, sobering moment, seeing the most morally righteous character left get put down like a dog by a loathsome white supremacist. This no doubt helps Walt's subsequent sacrificial demise go down a little smooth it in the series finale, but make no mistake, Hank was the main hero of this story. Number 8, Lost. Though Lost was an undeniable ensemble-focused show, the Stewart protagonist was Jack Shepard, whose experiences the entire series is framed by, and who thoroughly proves his hero status in the series finale. In this episode,
episode, Jack gets mortally wounded by the man in black, who appears in the form of John Locke. But with some help from Kate, Jack manages to kill the man in black by kicking him off a cliff. In his final minutes of life, Jack's purpose is clear. To restore the light of the heart of the island, that is, by putting a giant stone cork back in. By doing so, Jack successfully prevents the island's destruction, and in the show's final shot, succumbs to his stab wounds. This is a classic example of a villain causing the hero's death without actually winning, given that the man in black dies with his plan vanquished. Still, Jack also dies, but he completes his mission while also finding the purpose he failed to after originally leaving the island, finally allowing him to move on to whatever is next. Number 7. Buffy the Vampire Slayer There is no denying that Buffy the Vampire Slayer is a supernatural TV show where fantasy nonsense can and will resurrect any dead character at will. But it was still hugely surprising to see Buffy die at the primary villain's hand at the end of the very first season. In the season 1 finale titled Prophecy Girl, Buffy faces off against the Master, the ancient vampire antagonist who catches Buffy off guard and drinks her blood before discarding her unconscious body in a pool of water, leaving her to drown. Her corpse is soon enough discovered by Angel and Xander, who confirm that she's 100% dead because she's got no pulse and isn't breathing. Fortunately, Xander knows CPR, he knows mouth to mouth, and can bring her back to the land of the living eventually. Now granted, Buffy's only dead for like two minutes, but it's still pretty rare for the hero to get so thoroughly overpowered, killed even, by the villain like this. Well, unless she's supernatural. Buffy, of course, dies a little more decisively in the season 5 finale called The Gift, where she sacrifices herself to save save her sister Dawn, though even then her demise only lasts until the start of the next season. Number 6. Too Old to Die Young Truly virtuous characters are in desperately short supply in Nicholas Winding Refn's savage thriller series Too Old to Die Young, though over the course of the show viewers are likely to be won over by cop protagonist Martin Jones. He is plenty troubled but largely trying to do the right thing as an instrument of the law. He is by far the closest thing the show has to an outright hero, so in typically subversive Refn fashion, the filmmaker decides to have Martin be brutally killed two episodes before the end of the series. Here, Martin ends up being captured by the show's antagonist, gangster Jesus Rojas, where he's mercilessly tortured for three days before then being decapitated and dismembered by Jesus with a machete. Despite the lack of graphic violence on display, it's still a highly nauseating sequence due to the evocative sound design and sheer fact that Martin doesn't stand a chance to fight back. He's absolutely helpless to change his situation. This is Refn brilliantly toying with audience expectations. There's no Hail Mary moment where Martin is rescued by another character, it's just a bit bleak. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Number five, Charmed. Unlike Buffy, he is a supernatural-themed show where the protagonist's death actually sticks, at least eventually. Though Charmed was initially focused around three Halliwell sisters, Prue, Piper, and Phoebe, elder sister Prue, played by Shannon Doherty, was clearly the main character of the trio. During her three seasons on the show, Prue died a total of three times, once near the end of each season, effectively, though the third and final time actually killed her off for keeps. In the season three finale, All Hell Breaks Loose, Demon Assassin Shax attacks Prue and Piper, leaving them for dead. At the start of the next season, it's revealed that Prue died from her injuries, ostensibly because Shannon Doherty herself wanted to leave the show, after which she was replaced with the witch's long-lost sister, Paige Matthews. In fact, Doherty's image couldn't even appear in future episodes due to disagreements over licensing her likeness, allegedly because her asking fee was too high, such that any future references had to rely on awkward from-behind body doubles and implication. It wasn't exactly the best outcome. Number 4, Big Love. HBO's Big Love wrapped up in truly shocking fashion when protagonist Bill Henriksen, played by the late great Bill Paxton, was suddenly shot and killed by his disgruntled, jealous neighbour Carl. Though there is a bittersweet aspect to Bill's death, as in his dying moments he finally accepts his first wife Barb's desire to become a priest, it was still hugely unexpected that he went out the way he did. Furthermore, the fact that we never learn about what becomes of Carl, who surely must have been spotted doing the deed, only makes it that much more surprising of an ending. It certainly divided the fanbase and didn't work for everyone, but at least concluded by showing how many of the principal characters used Bill's death as the impetus to move on with their lives. Number 3. The Shield Few TV shows have blurred the line between hero and villain as persuasively as The Shield, which in its very first episode delivered a stunning gut punch that totally upended viewer expectations. The pilot episode, for instance, introduces audiences to Detective Vic Mackey and his strike team, who take down prominent drug dealers, albeit through highly morally dubious means, often while skimming drugs and money off the top. In order to catch wind of their actions, Captain David Acevedo installs new detective Terry Crowley in the strike team as an of sorts, much to Mackie's disdain. At the end of the pilot episode, however, the strike team's drug bust ends with Mackie turning and shooting Crowley in the face, killing him after being tipped off about Crowley's status as an informant. It's a supremely shocking moment that confirms Vic isn't merely a morally ambiguous cop who will cross the line to get the job done, but a man who will do anything to protect himself and the team, whether they deserve it or not. Crowley's murder has a ripple effect throughout the rest of the series as well, culminating in Vic's undeniable true villain turn in the show's later seasons, where he and the other members of the strike team are finally reckoned with for their actions. That the show even included Terry though in its marketing and implied that he would be a primary character only made this first episode murder that much more brilliant. Number 2, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, you all saw this one coming, but what people didn't see coming, at least at the time, was Ned Stark's head being removed from his shoulders in Game of Thrones. Well, that's if you hadn't read George R. R. Martin's books anyway before watching the TV show of Game of Thrones, as to most viewers, Ned Stark's demise in that first season's penultimate episode came as a colossal shock, and not even the casting of Sean Bean in the role tipped people off. The first season very clearly positioned Bean as the show's patriarchal protagonist, the steely hero 
girl who would guide viewers through this world. But in the ninth episode, titled Bela, Ned ends up falsely confessing to treason and swearing fealty to Joffrey in order to save his daughter's lives. Yet even when Joffrey goes back on his word by ordering Ned's execution, audiences still presumably figured that he'd somehow be saved at the last moment. I mean, this is Sean Bean, we're barely a season in. Director Alan Taylor clearly knew this as well, milking the scene for every last drop of suspense possible until indeed, Ned is decapitated with his own sword right at the very end. Ned's death, of course, had a defining impact on the show's primary characters for the seven seasons that followed, while also instantly elevating Joffrey into the annals of all-time most loathsome TV villains, such that his own gnarly demise in season four proved to be all so satisfying. And before we jump into our number one entry, I just want to know that there's going to be major spoilers to follow for Netflix's Midnight Mass if you haven't seen it yet. Number 1. Midnight Mass Mike Flanagan's magnificent recent horror series Midnight Mass impressively blurs the lines between heroes and villains. There aren't any cartoonish, fist-pumping heroes here, and even the terrifying vampiric force feeding upon Crockett Island is operating more out of necessity than malevolence. Well, apart from maybe Bev Keen, who is a total, total knobhead. All this said, though, the sure protagonist of the piece is still Riley Flynn, a deeply troubled young man recently released from prison for killing someone in a drunk driving accident. Riley returns to his hometown of Crockett Island just as the vampire, or angel as Monsignor Pruitt believes it to be, begins to spread its infection. Now a more conventional show would have Riley lead the island in fighting back against the vampire and its army of slaves. And while for a time that certainly seems to be the redemptive arc it's angling towards, that all comes crashing down in the shocking fourth episode. At the end of episode four, Riley stumbles upon the vampiric creature feeding and in one of the most shocking scenes of the year is quickly attacked, consequently being turned into a vampire himself. In the next episode, Riley attempts to make sense of his new condition and resolves that the only way to convince his love interest Erin that he's telling the truth about the vampires in town is to show her the symptoms firsthand. So Riley ends up taking Erin out onto the lake just as the sun rises, causing him to horrifyingly burst into flames and quickly turn to ash like a piece of bacon left in the frying pan. And yeah, while you can argue that Riley really killed himself in this moment. At this point, he's undead. He'd already technically been killed once, and the vampire who bled him dry effectively signed his death warrant by turning him in the first place. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack 
for free shipping and 365 day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.